Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let Mom's Green Thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants, indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give Mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Talk is Jericho, baby. Talk is Jericho. Talk is Jericho, mama. Talk is me. All right, welcome to Talk is Jericho. It is the pot of thunder and rock and roll. And I'm happy to see that you guys are downloading and using the new Podcast One app. You can get it at the App Store or Google Play. And, man, you can do so much on this app. It's unbelievable. You can access behind-the-scenes photos, extra articles, content. You can chat and connect with other fans of the podcast you listen to. And you can watch over 1,360 videos. You can literally watch some of your favorite podcasts in virtual reality. It's like you're sitting in the room with them being a part of the show. Technology. So amazing these days. There's really no other podcast podcast app out there like it like the new podcast one app so download it now at the app store google play and check out those 360 videos very very cool i got to do a couple of them next time i track in beverly hills at the podcast one studio but in the meantime my fourth book no is a four-letter word is available for pre-order at my amazon store amazon.com slash i am jericho the book's not out until august 29th but you can pre-order it now it'll be sent right to you as soon as it's released it's uh my version of a self-help book 20 principles on how you too can achieve your goals how did i become uh, a rocker how did i become a wrestler how did i become a podcaster all of my secrets will be revealed to you uh in no is a four-letter word which is out august 29th order it now pre-order it now amazon.com slash i am jericho okay today on ti Jay, Nia Jax is here, my favorite diva in the company right now. I made her prove to me uh, during a, a drunken night of craziness that she's actually related to The Rock. It's a great story. You're going to hear that one. You also hear everything that Rocky's done for her and her career and her family. Uh, Nia's also talking about her days as a plus-size model. She's got a pretty face. She's so pretty. She's so gorgeous. Uh, she spent 10 years modeling before pursuing wrestling. She'll explain what motivated the career change for her. You'll also hear how she came up with her name, what Beyonce has to do with Nia's ring costume, and how she found out she's being called up to the main roster. Almost as good of a story as when she found out she was going to be in the women's four-way match at WrestleMania. Nia Jax is coming up, but first, get your tickets to the DDP UK Tour. You can witness DDP Hall of Famer, Diamond Dallas Page's crazy stories, over-the-top motivational uh, points, and hilarious Q&As for yourself, all right? The DDP UK Tour starts September 8th of the year of our Lord, 2017, just in a month or so. You'll be able to meet Dallas in person, take a selfie with him, have him sign an autograph or two for you, and get the lowdown on the proper way to do the positions of his yoga uh, program. So join in on the inspiration meets perspiration and experience Dallas's infectious energy for yourself. Go to DDP. 
ddpuktour.com to reserve your spot and get all the details. That's ddpuktour.com. He's also doing DDP yoga workshops in Glasgow, Manchester, Birmingham, and London. Okay, so if Dallas uh, isn't going to be in a city near you anytime soon and you don't live in England, get the DDP Yoga Now app or Scotland and get on the track to healthier living. Okay, you know what DDP has done for me and for my uh, career. I just got the DDP Yoga Now app on my phone, so I just open the app and do the workout wherever I am. Over 150 workouts on the app, as well as the opportunity to do live workouts from the DDP Yoga Performance Center in Smyrna, Georgia. And DDP can help you get in shape and live a healthier life as well. Dallas has thought of everything because he truly cares about everyone. He wants everyone to live a healthier life, meet all their fitness goals just like I did. And his DDP Yoga program is amazing for anyone and everyone, any age, any skill level. And with the app, you track your progress, get nutrition tips, recipes, all the motivation you need to stick with the program and stay on your game plan. And Diamond Dallas Page has made it so easy for you to get on board his life-changing program. Just take advantage of this tremendous deal that Dallas is offering. He's giving you 20% off the DDP Yoga Now app and all DDPY match swag and clothing. Just go to ddpyoga.com slash Jericho. That's ddpyoga.com slash Jericho. It's time to own your life. Get in the best shape of your life, physically, mentally, all across the board. Do it with DDP Yoga and go do it now. And before we get into Nia Jax, I just want to say quickly, I went uh, on Friday night, last Friday night, to Irving Plaza in New York City to be a part of the uh, David Z Memorial Concert. It was originally supposed to be the 10-year anniversary of his uh, 80s cover band that he was a big part of called Rubik's Cube. He had asked me to come and be a part of this show months ago, and I was like, oh, I don't know, I might be busy, I'm not sure, i got to check my schedule, and so lo and behold, I was at the show, but for different reasons, so... Uh, as we, if you've been listening to this show, you know, we lost David a few weeks ago, a tragic, uh, motor, motorway accident, highway accident. Uh, but it was, uh, it was a fun time on Friday to see some guys that I hadn't seen that were all part of David's life and sing a couple tunes. Me and Rich Ward, Rob Afuso from Skid Row, Steve Brown from Trickster. We went on stage and did a great version of Crazy Train. Um, did a Twisted Sister melody with Eddie Oyeda from Twisted Sister and Mike Portnoy, my old bud. But uh, Constantine Maralus was there from you know Rock of Ages, American Idol, and Mr. B- uh, Eric Martin from Mr. Big. The entire cast from uh, from Rubik's Cube, and there's so many other people there. John Moyer from Disturbed, just a lot of guys uh, and girls who. Uh, meant a lot to uh, to Dave, and Dave meant a lot to them. Of course, his brother, Paul Z, uh, still one of the most annoying people I've ever met in my life, but <laughs> he's been through a lot, and it was great to see him be a part of it. So um, anybody that came to the show at, uh, at Irving Plaza, thank you so much, and um, thanks for helping us to remember uh, David and to, uh, um, I don't know, I don't know if closure is the right word, I don't even know if that even exists, but it was cool just to be around and do a little fellowship and then, uh, just be around some other people who who appreciate and love David Z as much as I did. So, um, thank you for coming to the show, and thank you for listening today uh, with my uh, my guest, the uh, the sexy beast herself. She's awesome. Talk about Nia Jax. Here she goes. I'm really excited. Uh, I'm here with uh, Nia Jax, and we are in like North Dakota. Yeah, Bismarck, the yeah. capital of Hi. North Dakota. Oh, is it really? Yeah. Okay. Well, I did not know that. And the funny thing is, just I, I just have to tell you this. I pull up and there's you know a little gaggle of fans, about six or seven fans. Yeah. So I go over and you know take some pictures or whatever. And uh, this one chick is like, "So what? What brings you to Bismarck?" And I'm like, <laughs> "The show." 
She's like, oh, okay. I just thought maybe you were just coming in. Like, yeah, I just happened to be in Bismarck, so You're I booked myself on, yeah, the, on the show the tonight. Food. Yeah, the food. The yeah. food brought me to Bismarck, so North I, Dakota. Where were you yesterday? We were in Rapid City, and South I see, Dakota. I see on your Instagram you went to the, um, uh, what's it called? Mount Rushmore. Mount Rushmore, right, right. Random. It was mm. so awesome. It's like one of those things where you're just you're kind of blown away that it took that people, it really exists. That, yeah, yeah, that people randomly picked the, the side of the mountain, went up, and decided to just you know chip in some yeah, yeah, yeah. spaces. And it. But it's amazing. cool. It's cool to see places like that. Like as you, I remember when I saw like the Sydney Opera House because you oh. see it all the time in pictures and yeah. movies, etc. And then when you actually go there, yeah. and it's a real thing. I was born outside the Sydney Opera House. Really? Yeah, there was a hospital outside. On the street? You know, my mom just popped me out right on the street. <laughs> Almost, though. Really? My, yeah, my, I was like, my mom was like nine. I was overdue or whatever. Uh-huh. And my dad's mom really wanted to go to the flea market. And my mom was like, my dad was at work or something. My mom was like, okay, I guess I'll take you. And she was just like really being like a, a bitch about it. Uh-huh. Sorry, Grandma. Uh, and anyway, so takes her. My mom's like, oh, crap. Like walking. She's like, oh, my water broke. My grandma's like, one more, one more stop, one more stop. We'll be right there. <laughs> Literally, like my mom said, I was like coming out of no her badge. They had to rush her over to the hospital, which was by the opera house. Literally, I was like halfway through. Like my head oh was like, shit. you know, people babies get the cone head. Yeah, yeah. I literally had like a cone head, like coming out because like my mom was like trying to hold me. It was disgusting. That's crazy. Isn't that crazy? Just, just the most random of of a uh, bit of information yeah. there. Sorry. So, w- 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 why? Did she not know that she was about ready to have a baby or was she, she on vacation or did she, did she live there? Or? My grandmother? When being in Sydney. Oh, no. My parents met there. That's where they oh, lived. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. See? Yeah. See? You just never know what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. You never know. Uh, I have to ask you quickly though. Who are the four presidents on Mount Rushmore? Um, Lincoln, Washington, Roosevelt. I didn't know who the other one was. it Jackson? There's, there's, there's one random Was on it Jackson? There. Or, or is it the first? I'm the worst because I'm... Canadian, I, so I'm hiding behind my Canadian I, no, thing. I can't blame it on anything. <laughs> well, no, you're born in Australia, <laughs> yeah, so you're half Australian. Yeah. But I, I think it was the first four presidents, maybe. Okay. I don't know. Is that what it is? I have no idea. Or the four great. Listen, listening at home, tweet us at Talk is Jericho yes. and let us know who the four founding Please. fathers are in Mount Rushmore as we sit here like a couple of dummies. Uh, so, yeah, it's, it's, it's cool to talk to you because uh, it's funny, like when you first get called up to the main roster, I don't know, eight months ago, nine months ago, whatever yes. it was, and you kind of hang a little bit. But over the last couple of months, it's like we've hung out quite a few times. Yeah. And that's when you really get a chance to get to know somebody and have some fun. Like so, on tour, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I remember, so we were in, uh, in Germany. Germany. And I got in an argument with you because yes, I we was did. I was not convinced that you were actually related to the Rock. Yes, because all Samoans say they're related. Yes, and I talked with Roman Reigns about this, where it's like even if you're from the islands, somehow you're a cousin or a brother of. or something like that. Yeah, and you are actually uh, adamant. Because you really are related to I mean, life. I had to literally bust out the lineage <laughs> yeah. and, like, drop it, drop some knowledge on you. Because I was real in your face. Like, no, you're not. Like, yeah. Just admit it. You're like, no, I am. No, I did. I, I think at like, one point I got you in a headlock and I was, like, <laughs> ye- yelling in your face, like, I am. So what is the lineage there then? So, and it's going to be really confusing. It always is, but let's try. Um, my grandfather is the uncle of Dwayne's grandfather. Okay, so we're talking about Peter Maivia. Peter Maivia, yes. So your uncle... My grandfather... Oh, so your grandfather... My grandfather is... is the uncle of Peter, Peter Maivia. Maivia. yes. Okay, so... So Dwayne's great-grandmother... So Peter's dad's brother is your grandfather. No. Oh. So 
my so Dwayne's great grandmother mm-hmm. and my grandfather are brother and sister. Okay. Yeah. So there actually is some some shared blood there. Yeah. So what technically is Dwayne to you? Um, oh my gosh. Sixth cousin removed or something? So I think his grandfather's my second cousin. His mother would be my third. He's like my fourth. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it's hard. <laughs> it's like, all in there. Yeah, and then like in like Simone culture, everybody's like a cousin or an uncle, but if they're over like a certain age, you call them uncle. Mm-hmm. And it's so, so funny because some people will be like, so Dwayne's your uncle? And then Dwayne will be like, no, no, I'm a cousin. <laughs> like, easy. I'm not that old. I'm yeah, like, oh, right, bro. right. You're kind of getting up there, baby. You're getting up there. So when, so when you were a kid, did you did – you, know him or did you hang out or so Dwayne's family like Peter and my aunt and all them they were traveling the world wrestling Mm -hmm. and my dad was in New Zealand and and my parents met in Australia okay so we didn't move here to the states until I was like around like seven to California and whatnot and uh, I think one time when we were in Hawaii we all met up when I was like a baby okay but honestly like they were living and moving all over the world and I didn't get to actually like re-meet him again until the premiere of Walking Tall, because oh. we were living in San Diego and they, he had a pr- the premiere in L.A. And mm-hmm. my aunt was like to my uh, my dad, he was like, "Oh, Joe, do you want to come up and and see the premiere?" And my dad was like, "Do you want to come with me?" I'm like, "Uh, yeah." Cool. <laughs> sure. I mean, you know, you're like the same thing with my dad. Like, "Oh, that's your cousin." I'm like, "Okay, dad, sure." Yeah, well, you get that all the time, just in normal life. Exactly. You know, how's this my cousin? Yeah, it's your cousin. Yeah. Don't you remember your cousin James? Yeah. So you played with him once when you were five. You know, like what? Yeah, I'm no 46 idea. now. No, I don't remember no, my don't cousin remember James. Yeah. yeah. Especially the Simone culture. Uh-huh. Like they're like, oh, my last name Fanene is like a big name. What is your actual real name? My real name is Savalina and Savalina Mililani. Fanene. Oh, wow. Yeah. Fanene. Fanene, yeah. Do you whip and Fanene? <laughs> Has anyone ever said that <laughs> before? A That's not bad, no, right? Nobody's ever said that. Okay, good. That That's a good a one. Like so, it. so your last name is, what were you saying about it though? Fanene? It's a big name in the Samoan okay. islands. And so everybody, like, when I get introduced to a Samoan, mm-hmm. I feel like I'm like non authentic because I'm such a white girl. <laughs> but there was like, yeah, you're related to them and them. I'm like, yeah, totally. For sure. <laughs> of, course, of, course. of course. So are you actually related to anybody else in the business? Not blood related, right, okay. no. Yeah, because but we're all, you know, just a big like. Yeah, yeah. I consider everybody my family, though. Mm-hmm. Especially when you're on the road here. Yeah, I, that's we are a family. Yeah, on the road. Uh, well, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's it's just you spend so much time together that you get to know each other. Yeah, and you know, ups and downs and all that sort of thing. So, um, so what was it like when you went to the Walking Tall premiere? You've never done anything like that before. No. Well, I was a plus size model. So yeah, and like I was used to kind of like being around celebrities, but. I'm so tall and celebrities like seem when you meet them, see them on TV, like, Oh my gosh, like, that's crazy. And uh, a, yeah. when I went there, I was a giant in comparison to everybody. And I was on these heels and I'm thinking like, it was, it felt really awkward. I felt really awkward. Cause those guys are like, like Tom Cruise or yeah. something. He's like five foot six. Yeah. You know Michael I mean? Clark Duncan was there. Oh, he's big. He I, was big. Yeah. He, so yeah, he was big. And I like watching, um, was it the movie where he, Tom Hanks, Green Mile, Green Mile. Mm-hmm. I was like, Oh my gosh, he's massive. Yeah. So I walk up to him and on my heels and we we're like eye to eye. And I was like, Oh, like I, you know what I mean? It just made me feel like, Hey, I'm a big bitch. Like, shit. Let me ask you about this. So, uh, I've never really known much about plus size modeling yeah. and you have a very pretty face. It's a very model face. Oh, so, so is that kind of, uh, and what do you do? Same modeling that waif models do? Because <laughs> well, They're considered straight size. Oh, okay. Straight. So, literally yeah. cause they're straight. Yeah. Maybe that's what yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah. Curvy straight, uh, curvy to straight size. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, there's, I mean, I did a lot of, uh, lingerie modeling, like, oh. it, 
for plus size, like Macy's and like Dillard's and um, Bloomingdale's, I was like on a billboard in New York one time in like a, like bra and underwear. No kidding. Yeah, it like we do the same kind of modeling, mm-hmm. but you know we're not like. They're just now recently busting into like mainstream like Vogue and Cosmo and stuff like Ashley Graham's huge mm-hmm. in the plus size like pushing forward like all all bodies like body positivity, but um it's yeah we I basically did the same stuff like runway really uh, yeah. that's cool yeah so if you're talking about let's say you know like Cindy Crawford is like one of the most famous mo- yeah like, who's the most famous plus size model is there one girl that stands out as of right now Ashley Graham Ashley Graham yeah okay she's like drop dead gorgeous like, uh-huh. but she's super curvy you know right, she's right, got right, like right. she's got the boobies she's got the booty she's but that's there's different styles yeah. of, of women right we, so why shouldn't you have all different types of models exactly I never knew there was plus size modeling like I've always been into sports like Super tomboy, no makeup, all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. And somebody was like, hey, have you ever considered modeling? And I was like, ha you're kidding, right? And I got signed out of college or out of high school to New York. And really? So did you have to send in pictures or audition or how does that work? There was a scout. There was a manager. He just like saw my face and he was just like, I think you should get into modeling and send some pictures to some uh, Wilhelmina, New York, this mm-hmm. modeling agency, and they signed me. Wow. Yeah. So you're like a New York hot shot model. Oh, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> how long did that go for? Um, well, I went back to college, so it was on and off for like 10 years. Really? Yeah. Uh-huh. See, that's the thing. Okay, so, so you're talking about, about your cousin and your family, yeah. the lineage of, of, of Peter Maivia and Rocky yes. being in wrestling, and you are playing sports and plus-size modeling, yeah. and then just decided to start wrestling fairly late for, for a performer yes. in this business, right? Yes. What made you finally decide to, to want to try it after all these years of being around it and doing all these other things? Well... WrestleMania 28, mm-hmm. um, me and my other cousin Christian, he's like this six foot four like dancer, he's crazy. Mm-hmm. We decided to go out to Miami to go watch Rock vs. Cena. And I mean, I've always, I've been to shows before, but like we were sitting front row during the main event and I was just like, holy crap, like this is insane. This, this energy, the feeling. And I just had mentioned something to my aunt real quick. I was like, hey, do you ever, like, do you think I could do something like this? Like, I'm right. athletic, like why not? And so, we were in the process of like trying to get me into a wrestling school. Um, Afa, of course, yeah, yeah. Afa. He had his, uh, he has a school over in uh, near Orlando, mm-hmm. and so my aunt was like trying to get me to go there, and I was doing all the stuff that I needed to do. And then Dwayne had heard about the performance center, and he said, "Well, why don't we have you try out to see if maybe that's even something they'd be like that you'd want to do? Like get in there and see what it is." And so I had the three day tryout at the performance center and. How was that? Because I heard that it's, it's very much a, uh, a cardio-based uh, exercises and drills yes. that are trying to break you, basically, yeah. right? Um, it was – I've never been – I mean, I'm, a, I'm an athlete. I've been – What sports did you play? Uh, basketball, volleyball, soccer, baseball. Wow, track, everything. Everything. And even as a bigger girl, like, yeah. you're still – Everything. My dad always made sure I was playing sports with boys at, growing up mm. as a girl. So, like, I was always super competitive, like – Everything like wow, yeah, yeah. yeah. Basketball was my main sport. I got like scholarships for basketball. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, I chose modeling over basketball though. So, were you? Were you are you bigger than most of the girls in the basketball court? Uh, surprisingly, not. Like, well, the taller, you, right? Yeah. Once yeah. you go to a certain level, college, uh-huh. there's like you get your six four, six five, six six girls, and I'm like, damn, the bean, the bean poles. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. I'm like, shit, I don't, I don't feel that big, <laughs> and then I feel kind of weird, like, oh god. Yeah. But yeah, I tried out. It was definitely cardio based. It very intense, like bruises all over my body you know taking those bumps for the first time you mm-hmm. know it was amazing though it was kind of like 
oh my god, I I, I need to do this. An awakening yeah. sort of thing, right? Everybody was like, are you serious? I'm like, yeah, this is <laughs> awesome. Like, I need to do this. So what happened after those three days? Um, after those three days, uh, Canyon Seaman, he just said, hey, we'll get back to you in a couple in a few months and let you know if you got signed or not. And I didn't hear anything, you know, from any from anybody. And I was like, oh gosh. But then. Um, Hunter had contacted Dwayne and let him know, "Hey, we're gonna we're gonna give her a shot, bring her out to Orlando, so mm-hmm. and sign her." So, see, but it's a no-brainer to me because not only because of your lineage, but you're like uh, an anomaly for for the girls here. You're you're bigger, but it's still pretty face, but you're bigger than all of them. So there's a perfect place for you, you know. Well, I I never thought that would ever be just because I feel as though all the women are gorgeous and athletic mm-hmm. and have their own thing, but like being bigger and any other bigger woman that I've seen, they've kind of portrayed them as like monsters. Yeah. And so I just like, Oh, it might not be for me. They might not want me, but I mean, I fell in love. Were you a fan of wrestling when you were younger? Well, me and my brothers, we'd always like typical set up like our forts in the house. And my brother would always, um, Oh my god! My brother would always body slam my younger brother. I just like freaking give him the razor's edge always into the couch. My mom would be yelling like, "Stop throwing your brother around!" And I'm sitting there freaking hitting people with like body slams and elbow drops. Right. But so like, of course, I just feel like it's an almost an American pastime. Like everybody at one point has a phase, right? Like nobody I've ever met in life has ever not known wrestling or watched it or like as a kid loved it. Mm-hmm. So I just, yeah. So you're always it. into yeah, it. Yeah, always. Um, it's interesting because there's always been a tradition of like really good, big athletic girls. Most of them were in Japan. There oh, was yeah. uh, Aja Kong yeah. who was big. There was Bull Nakano. Oh, yeah, and there was a girl from Calgary. Her name was uh, Rhonda Singh and she was the monster ripper. Oh, which I always love that name, Monster Ripper. That's awesome. But you should look up uh, some of that stuff on yeah. YouTube because she was really big about your size. Which she was like more butchy looking and kind of, I don't want to use the word ugly, but she wasn't attractive facially, but she was a killer. Yeah. And they actually brought her here and made her Bertha Faye, Bruno's oh, girlfriend. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Totally different thing. When she was in Japan, she yeah. beat chicks' asses, you know? I'm a big fan of watching the Japanese women. Like, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Aja Kong. Like, when, yeah. I, when I first started getting it, I used to watch her all the time. Mm-hmm. And, like, Sarah Del Rey, who and like was my trainer down at Performance Center, who, like, was really one of the people who kind of just, like, had a lot of faith in me when I didn't think that I had any of myself. Like, she was, like, a big fan. Her and Joy, Joy Mercury. Uh-huh. Big, like fans of me and so but I watched her Aja Kong Bull Nakano with Alondra I mean yeah, they had yeah. some amazing matches some really cool stuff like I love people loved. didn't take it as serious back then it was kind of just the obligatory women's match yeah. but if you watched them they really worked their asses off I mean, right yeah. they put on some some shows some uh-huh. seri- like some of the stuff you know that you know, don't get me wrong our girls are putting on some great, oh, yeah, yeah. great matches but back in the day like nobody really re- remembers that those girls went and beat the shit out of each yeah. other like they went at it yeah. and were athletes mm-hmm. like freaking bull hitting that leg drop off the freaking top of the cage yeah what <laughs> was it like a front flip leg drop yeah. too wasn't it yeah, yeah. oh she, the top I mean, of the cage. she nailed it too yeah, like yeah, every yeah. single time like how does she how'd you like to be the person sitting under that waiting for it to come uh, I don't... and just watching like she's big girl Right, you know, like the flip and seeing it go. Well, I'm so obviously being the big girl. I don't ever like take a big bump or have mm. like somebody let somebody take my body, which I'm thankful that they trust me to do that. Mm-hmm. But at WrestleMania, um, triple power bomb, right from the girls, which I was just like, how did they do it? 
um, Charlotte got in the middle and, you and you, know, were you on the top rope? Or? I, was, I was on the second rope okay. and I was about to hit um, a good old bonsai bomb yeah, on her. Yeah. She freaking stopped it, grabs me, grabs me, and then you have Bailey and Sasha grabbing each leg. And I like, I was just a different feeling. I'm like, oh my gosh. And then boom, hitting yeah, that bump. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> Not this so is, bad. This is, it it wasn't bad, but yeah. I was like, this is different. Yeah, 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 right. But, it was amazing. When you were, uh, and we'll go back to WrestleMania in a bit, but when you were first getting started, you mentioned that Dwayne kind of had called Triple H. Did, did he give you some advice or does he give you advice? Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. He definitely gives me advice. Um, what did he tell you when you were first going to start? He just, when he first started, was just, you know, well, first we tried not to let everybody know mm-hmm. I was related because he, the first thing he said is you might catch a little heat right, right. being related to me. So she's getting in the back door because she's the Rock's that's, that's, neat niece. Cousin, sure. Cousin, whatever. Why not? Right. Rock's kin. Yeah, my young, his younger, younger cousin. <laughs> yes, yes, much younger. <laughs> um, but yeah, he was just like, you know, don't you don't need to go around telling people that, and I didn't. Which is smart. Yeah, um, he's like, just make sure you're respectful. Always shaking hands. You know, um, asking questions, staying later. You know, working as hard as you can. He was mm-hmm. like, that's one thing. Like, as long as you work hard, nobody can ever question who you're related to. Right. It doesn't matter at that point, right? So, yeah, he always, he constantly gives me advice on certain things, you know, because this is such a different culture, you know, and, and when you, you don't come, when you're not like coming from it, like right off the bat, like you have to learn the ways. And so I'm always like, there's certain times where, you know, People are saying, like, oh, you know, she doesn't respect it. And I'm thinking, like, oh, crap, what did I do? Right. And he's always like, oh, okay, I get it. And then he just smartens me up to things. It's a good guy to have in your corner. Yeah. There was a great picture um, at the Staples Center when you were having a match and he was there. And he's watching you on TV. Yeah. Once again on Instagram. Yeah. I thought that was just a great, uh, really cool kind of shot about how interested he was in your career. Well, he, you know, obviously people who see him on social media and like in the public eye, they're like, Oh, he's a great guy. And he really is. Mm -hmm. He truly cares and make sure that, you know, like even when I'm like insecure about my body or right, they started announcing my weight, uh, before matches. And like, you know, I was kind of like, Oh gosh, like, yeah, I know I'm big, but I mean, knowing my weight is a whole nother story. Like I'm a heavy ass chick. Like, and I hit him up immediately. I was like, dude, Mm-hmm. And he just, he's so good at, I want to, and I was saying spinning, but just seeing the positive side to everything. Right. Right. And he just put me completely at ease and he's, that's what he does. Like he puts any kind of insecurity I have, like puts out the fires and a hundred percent pep talks. Yeah. yeah. Why, why did they start, uh, uh, naming your weight? One, because like you can say that I'm a monster and this, this and that, I guess it's more of like showing people like she's this weight and mm. can move. Is it a legit weight or is it wrestling weight? That's no, my weight. Okay. Your oh, real weight. Oh yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm heavy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I'm heavy. <laughs> yeah. So who, who broke you that news to you? Um, it was, well, it was Sarah stock. She came up to me okay. one of the producers. She was just like, Hey, you know, like trying to like. Because you never ask a girl her weight or her exactly. age. Hello? How old are you? No, I'm just kidding. How dare you? How dare you <laughs> so she came up to you and told yeah, you? Yeah, she told me so. And then I was like, uh. And then Johnny Ace was like, hey, this is the this is why we're doing this and letting me know. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay. And then that's when I was like, bang. <laughs> They're going to announce my weight tonight. This is going to be great. I was like, I'm, almost, I'm like literally almost 300 pounds. Uh-huh. I'm heavy. Yeah. And like outweighing some of the guys. Like, right. I, I just, I'm a heavy girl. Mm-hmm. And he was just like, yeah, but it's almost 300 pounds of like, you're beautiful. You're athletic, and I'm like, oh, okay, okay. Yeah, because it, it does stand out because no one else's weight gets announced. Yeah. the girls, right? I don't even know. Do they announce the weight of the guys? 
anymore? I don't I even mean, know. I sometimes I hear it. Maybe tag teams. Maybe. I hear, but I'm just so oblivious now at this point. I don't even know if they could be saying, "Here, out comes Shitty McGee." Yeah. And I wouldn't even know the difference. Yeah. I don't even listen. Yeah, but you. Know you I, mean? I mean, you're just a different kind, though. You <laughs> are. I just. You That's are so it. much fun. <laughs> you are like every oh. the second you hit the stage, the look on your face, like yeah. <laughs> when you walk out, people just you're you have a, an aura a feeling. Even when you like your interviews and stuff, I just. Well, thank you. Yeah, was, you're awesome. How did we start doing that? Oh yeah, yeah. I, you, oh. <laughs> you. Whenever we'd ask you a question, like uh, in the Germany tour, <laughs> lots of drinking involved. The, the yeah. first thing, oh yeah, we're like okay, yeah. or you'd be walking down the hallway, and we're I remember we're in my room, and I. <laughs> Just like from way down the hall. That's uh, Paul Stanley uh, from like Kiss Kiss Live Kiss shows. Like, aye, aye, yeah. We got some good looking girls. Aye. <laughs> well, that became a thing. I remember uh, Kevin came on the bus and he said, um, "Oh yeah, I texted Jericho last night saying I could have sworn I heard you. Like, what are you doing, bro? And you're like, rocking." <laughs> He said, where are you? Rocking. Rocking. Yeah. Well, you got to be. State of mind. You got to be. See, but that's the thing that's cool. Like when you go overseas and it wasn't like this for a while. Not that it was a bad thing, but it wasn't as much of a, uh, not a party. It's not a party, but a, but a, a camaraderie, you know, fellowship, everyone yeah. hanging around. I mean, that's what I've loved about this last year here is that everybody just wants to come and hang out and have a good time. And it's, it's fun. Well, I, that was my first experience, obviously. In was that your the, first overseas? No, Europe. Okay. Uh, went, I went to South America, and then I did the European tour in November, okay. and then Germany. But I warmed up more in the Germany tour mm-hmm. just because I was like trying to be respectful. Like, oh, I don't know if I could just sure. jump in and hang with the boys and mm-hmm. be there all night. And So Germany was kind of like my, all right, let me warm up. You're coming out party. Yeah, we had that six-hour bus ride. Oh, yeah. Good times on that ride. <laughs> See, but that's another thing, too. I've never met a Samoan that was wasn't good at wrestling and didn't like having a good time. Oh. You know, that's that's the Samoan way. <laughs> well, you know? we just, I think our life, our culture is just very laid back. Yeah, loving. Yeah. But chill. also, too, when Samoans drink too much, they get crazy. Are oh. you like that? No. Okay. I am the happy drunk. Thank goodness. <laughs> no, we, I do have family members where it's all of a sudden you see that like glazed Arr, look. Yeah. And then you're like, run. Yeah, run. Nobody go near him. Or you're just trying to like hold him down and make sure he doesn't fight everybody. They still might catch you, but you better run. Yeah. No, Those, seriously. Yeah, try not to run a gator. You have can't. you ever, have you ever experienced an angry drunk Samoan? Oh, all the time. All of them. <laughs> Roman Roman is not uh, angry. He's more laid back, cool. But uh, Haku, uh, oh, yeah. Big Sam, Little Sam, Barbarian. I mean, they're Tongan, but it's the same yeah. same thing almost. Um, so you see that with all that. Yokozuna oh, yeah. had that side to him. Haku has some like legendary. Yeah, the legend. But he's but he's like the nicest guy in the world when you talk to him. Oh, yeah. But then when, you, then when that, that switch flips, look out. Exactly. You know? You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. A new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. And Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's all new, and it's streaming now on Hulu. This, this is Talk is Jericho. So when you're talking about showing up and you had your three-day tryout and then you and then you finally get signed. Yes. What were you signed to do? Start training at that point? Yes. Yeah. So at the Performance Center, which is 
this amazing, amazing place. Yeah. yeah. Um, I moved to Orlando from San Diego, mm-hmm. and you you train Monday through Friday, and you have shows Friday Saturday or Thursday Friday Saturday, and so that's basically you're just learning the ins and out of the business. So you're not only getting in the ring for three hours a day, then the weight room for two hours a day, then you're in um, skull sessions where you're watching film of right, wrestling, right, right, right. breaking down and knowing the psychology of it. So it's, I mean, it's an amazing place and complete nine to five, basically. What was the hardest thing for you to pick up at first? Ooh. Was there anything that, that stood out or were you fairly natural for everything? I am. What not to it? sound egotistical. No, not to sign. No. no, like there was pretty much, I pretty much could do about everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but like there was a drill where we had to go, to, I'm afraid of heights sometimes and we had to go up and I'm like, Oh God, the top rope. Yeah. And then like, yeah. just fall like the big pillow pad, but it was kind of like just fall. And I'm like, it's like a trust fall, but you're watching yourself. like eat crap. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But that was probably one of the things where I was like, God, well, you're not going to be spending too much time on the top rope yeah. anyways, I don't think. So do you remember your first match? Um, my first, yeah, my first match, my, oh gosh, was uh, with Becky Lynch. We were at this place. It was called Stark. It was a live event, NXT live event. Is that in Florida? It was Stark, Florida. Stark, Florida. Yeah. Wow. Um, and so I was all pumped up and just so nervous. Like my adrenaline was pumping. Right. And um, my, whatever, I had to remember all these things in the match. So I'm going through the match. I'm like, okay, we get in there. Becky's like, the, by now, she's amazing. You know, she's so sweet. And she was walking me through it, helping me. So we're in there. And, you know, there's only like 50 people there. Right. It's not like sold yeah, out yeah, or yeah. And um, there was one part where, you know, she said, okay, I'm going to cover you. And then just make sure I'm on your right side because she's going to hook her arm bar. I was like, okay. So she covers me. And she's like, yeah, so cook, kick out and then make sure I'm on your right side. I'm like, okay. So she covers me. And then I'm like, okay. Well, I was like, she's on my right side. Okay. And then I'm just like. One, two, three. Hit, the ref hits one, two, three, and I'm like, oh, crap. <laughs> and then so I'm like, oh, shit, I forgot to kick out. And so, like, Becky gets up, like, shocked, like, and then she's like, uh, yeah, I won. And I'm sitting there going, like, oh, damn, I just, like, totally forgot. I mean, nobody, everybody was like. No idea whatsoever. No clue right? what was going on. I'm just like, uh, totally, like, never forget that. I always love that, too. Like, it's happened to all of us. And when you do, you're always kind of shocked, a little pissed off. Nobody knows. Yeah. The fans are happy that the yeah. good guy or whatever won guy. and the good guy standing there like with a pissed off look on his face yeah. he's like what is he so mad about or she's yeah. so mad about? I was in Japan once it was a baseball stadium show right when I first started and it was with uh, this guy that uh, a partner from Calgary his name was Eric Freeze and the only thing that they told us was when this one dude hits a moonsault make sure that Eric Freeze makes the save. Yes. It was like 1992. There wasn't a lot of moonsaults at the time. It was a pretty big deal. And the Tron of the stadium was so big, like the screen, that the guy was looking at himself on the screen when when the dude hit the moonsault. (laughs) So it was like, one, two, and he's like, oh, shit. I had to kick out, but I was like, what were you doing? I I was looking at myself on the screen. I couldn't look away. I was like, you know, 20 feet high. I'm like, you idiot. We'll never get invited back to Japan. (laughs) Damn it. Yeah. Yeah. What was your uh, name in in your first match? It was Lena. Mm-hmm. I was still Lena then just because we hadn't gotten like a right. name yet. But then I was like, I was Zeta for like half, Zeta. Yeah. Half a second. It's a jungle name. I know. I was like, I thought I picked it. I was like, oh, this is a cool name. Oh, you it picked starts it? With, yeah. It like, <laughs> starts with a Z. Like, yes, I got approved. Like, uh-huh. I got this. And then I, like once I kind of just like put it out on social media, somebody like on the higher ups was like, who the f*** is Zeta? Mm-hmm. 
And they're like, no, we're changing that name. Scratch that <laughs> shit. Go back to Lena. Until the, in the meantime, I was like, oh, damn. How did you end up with the name Nia Jax? I literally just like submitted a bunch of names, and I liked Nia is like um, Nia. Nia is is that the proper pronunciation? No, no, Nia, Nia is, okay. is how I pronounce it. Right. But Nia N I A is like a Samoan like girl name that you know a lot of Samoan girls have. And I was like, ooh, but Nia, I like to pronounce it as mm-hmm. Nia and Jax. Like at the time I was watching, I was like into Sons yeah, of Anarchy. Sons of Anarchy. <laughs> yeah, I was super into Jax. I was like, ooh, Jax is hot. He's hot. Yeah. yeah. I was like, yeah. Jack's in there. <laughs> See how it goes. Yeah, and then it came about. Because that's how it works, right? Like everybody always tells the story that you have to put down a bunch of, scr- of scratch names and yeah. then who makes the final decision on it? Um, I, I believe Hunter. Okay. Yeah. I, I mean, NXT, mm. he was the one who was the one who didn't like Zeta. Okay. <laughs> and so, yeah, he actually has the final say in like... Did you, do you remember any of the other names that you had? Oh, gosh. Uh, Nala. Nala. Like, I know. I was like a Lion King. And I did love the Lion King. <laughs> Whatever. Um, I had Nala, Zeta. Um, Nala. It, I mean, just the random <laughs> yeah, stuff yeah, up yeah, there. Yeah. Like some Samoan names that I'm like, ah. When I was uh, first starting, I had to think of a name. And uh, I thought of the name Jack Action. Oh. And so yes. I was practicing signing Jack Action with a little star in the end of it, like Paul Stanley, by the way. Yeah. And Lance Storm, who I was training with, he looked over and saw these this book with all these autographs. He's like, Jack Action? You're going to call yourself Jack Action? I was like, I don't know, maybe. He's like, that's a shitty name. Don't call yourself that. stupid. And I was like, I'm not going to call myself that. Forget it, yeah. man. And I was like, oh, I thought Jack Action would have been so solid. good. Yeah, I could be Jack Action yeah. right now. That would have been actually This could be talk cool. as action. You know, it could have been it. But uh, thanks to Lance Storm. I'm Jericho. Damn it. But yeah. I liked it. It could have worked. It could have yeah. worked. So uh, when you start working, like, and you're doing these small town Florida shows, oh, yeah. like you said, like Stark, Stark, I've never even heard of that before. Yeah. Is it some interesting times with the fans there? Oh, yes. I Shout mean, out to the fine people of Stark, by the way. Very fine nice. people. Yeah, yeah. I mean, these are, we're in like the, you know, the armories, like the tiny little areas. We're, you know, NXT is where you go in, you go early. We all set up the ring, the chairs, the mats, you know, everything. Right. And so, um, I mean, these fans are, they're, they're just as diehard as, you know, any other WWE fan. They follow you. And, I mean, you, yeah, I get ripped to shreds. You know, oh, you're gross, you're this. And I'm like, well, I'm the bad guy, I get it. But, like, yeah. at first I'm kind of like, ouch, rude. That hurt my feelings there a little bit. It's hard to have to, when you first start, to really understand that when you're a heel. Yeah. That's what you want to hear. Yeah. But there's a lot of people that don't like it. Well, it's still like it's it's definitely a, a thing to get accustomed to because you're not used to walking down the street and people are like you're fat, you're gross, you look like a dog. I'm like, oh, ouch! Like, come right. to date, man. <laughs> but Stephanie McMahon said to me one time, she was like, yeah. One time I was reading through your tweets and I saw a lot of people just ripping you to shreds. She's like, that's when you know you're over. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, thanks. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I guess that's a good thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. When you have a room full of uh, arena full of people booing you yeah. or. Chani asshole. Well, they don't yeah. do that as much anymore, but asshole, asshole. I was like, does that bother you? I'm like, no, those are cheers yeah. for a heel. Well, and that's the thing is that you want some sort of reaction. Like when you're just sitting to a crowd that doesn't know you and you're kind of like, mm. Meh. Mm. That, that hurts a that's little bit. That's the worst, yeah. yeah. I always like your uh, ring costume too. It reminds me of uh, Ace Fraley from Kiss. Oh, yeah? Where'd you get that? Um, so I'm like a big fan of Beyonce and like high fashion modeling. And um, she has a like her wear, I want to say ring wear, but her yeah. costume yeah, yeah. is like, on the Stage road yeah. it's just they're out of control like if you ever like looked it up she's the one who has like sh- the shoulder pads and the peplums and stuff like that and I, so I literally like took a picture sent it to my girl Sue Katolsky and I was like shout I'll out to Sue does my out. stuff too she's the best yeah, yeah. So I was like here and she just um, she was really good with knowing my curves and I was like I want this like 
But people, of course, are like, oh, look at your space suit. Look at that. Da, 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 da. <laughs> and I was just like, I like my space suit. I was like, just so you know, it's kind of high fashion. Like, well, that's what I say. Ace Frehley is the space man of Kiss. That's yeah. what it reminds me of. Yeah. That's cool, though. Now we know the Beyonce, uh, yeah. Beyonce look. So when you start working regularly in, in NXT and start getting it, who are some of the uh, good, good people that you had to work with there? Oh, um, Bailey. Mm. Uh, Bailey was the person who actually helped me grow as a performer in NXT just because um, at the time, like, she was, she was the top. Well, she still is, but she, in NXT, the, you know, I didn't get to work with Sasha, mm-hmm. Charlotte, and Becky. Becky was the one, like, live event, but they kind of went up soon after. Right. And Bailey was the one who actually helped me, like, find out who I am in the ring because she's just she's so good and mm-hmm. she's such a um what is it, a general she just sits right, there general, yeah. and like because you're super green oh my god yeah. still like yeah, yeah, sure, yeah. i feel like i mean how so, long have you been re- wrestling for like two and a half years yeah that's i mean it, it takes six seven years to even figure out what the hell you're doing and you i'm know? and i'm still yeah so she really really helped me mm-hmm. getting in the ring and just learning who i and then you know being the bigger monster girl like other matches were kind of just like you know throw them around Squash them, boom, boom, boom. The one person I actually was able to go like for twenty minute matches oh, wow, all yeah. over was Bailey and learn and right? learn and learn about like myself through her. Like, yeah, she's, yeah, she's amazing. Yeah. When did you find out that you were getting called up to to the main roster? Um. So the draft was a big chit chat, and uh, that night they had said something. Oh, you might be drafted tonight to SmackDown. I was like, oh, okay, cool. That's Really? Like, shocked. Quick, right? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't think any. like, I'd only been wrestling on TV for, like, seven months. Right, yeah. Not long. And then, um, then they pulled me, they literally had us all sitting in the, in the performance center, and they they made me sit in the front row, and they're like, yeah, you know, just sit here, and I'm like, oh, okay, whatever. I'm sitting there, like, texting my mom, because they say you can tweet, and, like, I was like, okay, so I'm, like, texting (laughs) my mom, like, hey, it's on the network, like, watch it, da-da-da-da. And then I'm, like, literally putting my phone away as, like, Stephanie announces that I get drafted to Raw. And I was like, what? Oh, wow. I literally was just like, <laughs> my face, they had, like, a reaction of me going, huh? <laughs> and it was, like, a gif. And, like, my friend at the time, um, Stuart, he was he doesn't wrestle anymore for NXT, but he was there, Hugo Knox. And he, like, gr- like gave me the biggest hug because it was just kind of a shock. I didn't think I was. Right. I mean, they could say it, but until it's, like, mm-hmm. Until it's works, real, yeah. yeah. Especially they kind of swerved you by saying SmackDown. Exactly. And then, like, soon after, I get a text from Dwayne. He's like, oh, I knew, I knew this was happening. I just didn't want to tell you. I'm like, you jerk. But <laughs> it was cool. So they filled him in on it first. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. <laughs> so w- w- when you leave, is it? Is it um, I mean, I'm, there's a lot of people from NXT that are up here, but is it yes. hard when you first leave? Like, you're leaving your whole team of people, like you said, Hugo Knox and all these other people? Yeah. It's like a comfort. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, um, I was at first sad because... My best friend Lexi mm-hmm. got drafted to SmackDown, and I got drafted to Raw, and I was like, "Oh!" But I was really happy yeah. that we got drafted together. Right. And um, but yeah, it's like a comfort blanket because, like you know, NXT, we were traveling, but we get to be in our beds at night. You know, we get to be home a lot. And this is, you know, you're on the road. Yeah. You're on the we're on the road like five days a week. And you've never experienced that because you come in right from doing no wrestling to yeah. NXT, which and not being you know the crotchety old time, but it's pretty pretty high tech and pretty easier oh. to learn and work there than it would be if you were doing the indies, indies and you got yeah. Philly on a Friday and Detroit on a Saturday and yeah. that sort well, of thing. Well, we had the luxury know? at NXT. Like if I knew I was having a big match with Bailey mm-hmm. somewhere, like we would go. 
to the performance center. We'd have our producers or, or coaches. We had Sarah Del Rey, Matt Bloom, Robbie Brookside, Norman. They're helping us put these matches. Their minds are like yeah, helping yeah. us mold these matches together. So it was like this like comfort blanket, you know, and so you're just like in this cozy little blanket and then you're out here and it's kind of like, all right, well, yeah, like, no, it's like graduating from high school to college. It's like, you're on your sure. own. You know, you're in the big leagues now. You're in the big leagues. Like you can't, you know, mess around, but it was, it, I mean, I'm older. I'm not, you know, I, I've traveled the world, so it wasn't like, oh gosh, I could, but it was just, it was definitely different. Being you know? in the, yeah, yeah, like you said, it's taking that step up. Yeah. And it's funny because I just remember right now when I first started to get to know you was at Tough Enough. Yes. When you yeah. would be the stand in, yeah. <laughs> we would do like, uh, um, like like rehearsals, rehearsals yeah. and you couldn't have the real contestants there, yeah. so they would always have you guys yeah. there, right? And I would see you in there. Yeah, it was funny, but yeah. you, but I could say she's really funny. Like we'd ask you stupid questions, you'd give big, long, intricate, stupid answers. Yeah. Well, you were great, and uh, Zara was great. Oh yeah, as well. she was good. Zara, she's yeah, good. she's witty. Yeah, yeah. and that, I like that. I was like, oh, these girls are really funny. Yeah. I like them. You know, well, that's and that's another thing that the performance center does help. Like we do um, promo classes, mm-hmm. and so you get to. Like uh, explore your character, who you are, like what you have, and stuff like that. Like in the beginning, my promos were like I was like heavy dark makeup and like I'm gonna kill you, like (laughs) sort of things because I thought like well that's what they want, right? You know. And then towards the end, I was kind of just like being my smart ass self, Mm -hmm. and it worked. Which works better, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, which works. Who was the guy with the giant head? That was down there. That was doing that with you guys. Uh, he had big. He's like a giant. Oh, Dylan. Yeah, Dylan. He's a giant, but he's not a giant. Yeah. He um. What is that when they uh. Their thyroid. Yeah, it's he the tumor, uh, yeah, acro, like acromegalia. Acromegalia. Yeah. So he has that. He's had that his whole life. So he's like enlarged hands, enlarged head, like extremely strong, crazy, mm-hmm. like ridiculous strong, super muscular. Um, I think he just debuted on NXT recently. Oh, good. Yeah. And he um, was funny too. Super. Yeah, he's very witty. He was Daniel Bryan's favorite guy. Yeah, he yeah. was. He's super funny. He, <laughs> he would um so. At the NXT, we have like our own lounge in the PC, and like he would always like be watching. He was like, "Look at my debut!" And there was, he was like in the background of like a, one of the Monday Night Raw matches, standing <laughs> up with his bald head in a, an Austin three sixteen shirt. I mean, <laughs> That's what we're saying. He's like a little person yeah, giant. Yeah, okay. he's the world's shortest giant. Yeah, he's like because he's only I think like six two. Yeah, which is still a big guy, but yeah. he's a giant. Like but, he's got the, the yeah. features that Big Show and Kali and those exactly. guys have. Everything just like, bigger. But yeah, like, he, it was fun. The tough enough. We would always we'd sit there and stand there just like talking shit how did you get that gig they just um i have no they just hit up a bunch of us like hey go hang out and stand in for tough enough and you know us we're just like yeah of course like jericho's gonna be there Paige Mm. is gonna be there let's all go hang out hulk oh my gosh yeah they're like oh yeah vince will be there and with um kevin we're like oh yeah for sure we want to go and like get facetime you know see did you take it as an opportunity for that oh yeah any i feel like anytime you can get in front of like the big guy and just people in the business like i think it's a good especially in nxt because you know we look up to yeah everybody and like any any uh main of main roster people came into the performance center we always wanted to like mm-hmm. hey you know shake hands get to know them hear any kind of like feedback or advice they give you sure but definitely any kind of face but like i said that was that was good for you because it showed me like like that she's got a good personality which is <laughs> this business is based all around that Oh, you know, and some of the time. people that were up on the stage did not have good personalities. Yeah, and you can see that. I'm like, guys, you got a live mic, and you know, a minute to say whatever you want. Yeah. You gotta 
be good. Yeah, you never know who's listening. No, you don't. Right, and I'll tell you who is listening for sure is Kevin Dunn because he's watching the rehearsals. Vince might not be, but even if he isn't, Kevin is. Yeah, it all gets around. You know, yeah. gets around. Was uh, w- was Dusty uh, helpful to you and influential to oh, you? Oh gosh, Dusty was so helpful because mm-hmm. uh, that was one thing. Like I said, I always have the dark makeup and be like really, Argh. and Dusty would be like, "Baby, you're beautiful." He's like, you yeah, gotta do it in a dusty you, voice. Yeah, that's a he's tradition. Like, he's like, baby, you're beautiful. He's like, you thick, you gorgeous, got curves. And so he'd always like, he's like, uh, he's like, I always love beautiful, beautiful thick women. <laughs> he always like, he would just make me feel so good. Yeah. And he's just like, you don't need to sit out there with all that gross makeup and try to be. He's like, you be you, you be beautiful out there. <laughs> I mean, he literally helped me try to find, you know, like just mm-hmm. be myself, just. A little bit bigger, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. just sure. be, be that extra character that like people want to be. Like nobody's gonna relate to to me as like this nasty, the, the jungle girl yeah, killer or whatever it was. Because it's right? not even me, right? And so I can't really be authentic mm-hmm. in the ring like that. And so he he always like, and he would sit there and be like, "Oh, that was great, honey." Mm-hmm. He's like. I wore this like shirt one time, a little low cut. He's like, I like that shirt. He's like, we're, so, we're more like that. And I'm like, okay, Dusty. Yeah. He always, he always loved the ladies. Yeah. Their, their low cut shirt. That's good, though. <laughs> but just to go back to what you're saying, the best gimmicks are always uh, the, your own personality yeah. just turned up to the nth degree. You know? Yeah. That always works better. I always have a good time. If, if you're miscast and trying to play something you're not, it always shows. And yeah, you just can't like relate to the mm-hmm. person. And you're like, oh, that just doesn't seem right. Like, um, Bliss, go back to my my best friend Bliss. Like we, she was like the sparkly, bubbly, um, blue right. tutu girl. You know when she was a baby face, and when I was just hanging out, we were always like sassing each other, super witty back and forth. Like that's just who we are. Yeah. And um, I remember we would go on tour, and she just turned heel with her boys, uh, Blake and Murphy, and that's when like she really kind of just like I think. Grew came out, yeah, and everybody fell in love because she's like, not only she's beautiful, she's got this like cute little body. Everybody's like, oh my god, she's hilarious! Like her facial expressions, and I'm like, that's who she really is. Like right. that's who I see every day. Mm-hmm. It's just turned up on just to know, show that another scale. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I wanted to talk one thing too. I'm um, talking about friends and family and all that stuff because you mentioned Ata before, oh, yeah. Rocky's mom, and she's always su- oh she's the best. She's super friendly, she but she's she's comes to a lot of the shows. Oh yeah, all the time. Mm-hmm. Did you? hang out with her a lot oh uh, yeah once you reconnected with rock or yes. before that or yes um so she i was still living in california and she was in florida and like always emailed her pictures back and forth she's one of the nicest most genuine positive people yeah nothing gets her down she's literally you know how Dwayne is always like always working he got it from his mom mm-hmm. literally got it from his mom my aunt never sleeps always works even when she has nothing to do she finds stuff to do mm-hmm. like I love being around her. Yeah. She's just such a positive energy. And she's been in this business for about 40 years, if you think about it. Her whole life. So she, right? I mean, she valeted Peter way back in the day. Like, she's done this. She might not have been in the ring wrestling, but she knows. She's been in the business, yeah. yeah. She yeah. knows the business in and out. She, like, you know, um, back when uh, uh, her mom and, and Peter, they started promoting you know, she was a part of that too, help promoting the business and getting people in and knowing talent. Mm-hmm. And so she's such a great mind. Whenever she'll watch, she'll watch my match on on Monday Night Raw and she, at WrestleMania, she'll always watch my matches and she always give me feedback. She's like, "Oh, that was great." She's like, um, "Last week, she actually called me. She's like, she's like, 
Lena, I love how you have this presence. She's like, but when you're walking out, you could give a little more. Like, you know, she's just like really like, you, know, you can give a little more. Like, you know, you don't really talk much because you're this monster, but, you know, give them some facial expressions. Give them a little like face attitude. Like, <laughs> speak with your eyes. Speak with your body if you can't speak with your mouth. Like, just. That makes sense, right? Right? And I'm like, duh. Mm-hmm. And she's like, you know, make yourself crisp. You know, like, you don't have to be, you don't have to be um, like everybody else, but, you know, you be quick and fast and dangerous. Like, make out i'm just like oh my gosh auntie it's crazy like she's never you know she's well it's, it's like eddie guerrero's mom uh, her name is linda never taken a bump but yeah. been in the business her whole life because her her family was in the business yeah. too so yeah she probably knows more than 90 percent of the people in this locker room right now exactly. because of all the experience that she has yeah i, I love uh, that she uh, at the hall of fame i randomly ran into her and yeah. she had a photograph yeah. of me rocking um bruce, uh, bruce willis, willis yeah. in hawaii from like gosh 15 years ago yeah. and i was like how long have you had this like have you been carrying it around this whole weekend? She goes, yeah, I had it in my pocket. And yeah. She figured I'd run into you somewhere. I was like, that's yeah. pretty cool. Oh, yeah. You took the time to put that in your purse or whatever just in case you ran into me. She's, but that's how she's very thoughtful. She has like a printer that she prints out her pictures because she's all about real pictures. Like, yes. Even when she takes them on her phone, she prints out and puts them up on her uh, wall. Okay, yeah, yeah. So she knew – like she – Printed out a bunch of pictures, like, uh-huh. and she was like, "Okay, I'm gonna keep them." She has like little, um, little thing. She folds a up. file. Yeah, she puts it in, and she, she's very <laughs> thoughtful like that. Tell me about the accent that you guys had. I remember that. Oh too. yeah, so we were at um, Uncle Alpha's schools. They have like a banquet, and um, there was a. We were there. We were celebrating. You know, like the end of the year, they have a bunch of festivities. It's really nice. Mm-hmm. And um, my aunt always goes. It's a tradition. She asked me to go. It was, you know, I was lived in like Orlando. Up, up in Allentown yeah. or was it? No, no, no. It's in Claremont. Oh. Outside of Orlando. Oh, okay. Yeah. And so she lives down in like the Fort Lauderdale area. So she drove up, picked me up, and we went to this. It was also Went to the banquet. It was cool. And um, we got in the car. And it was like, it's so funny. We got in the car. We're going to go to the after party. Like, you know, my aunt loves the party. <laughs> She's like, let's go to the after party. And it, so we were getting in the car and... Um, she was driving, and I'm like, literally five minutes before the accident happened, I said, Auntie, put your seatbelt on. Mm. You know? Because she, she, like, you know, she sometimes puts it on, sometimes doesn't. And I'm like, put, put your child seat- of the 60s yeah. and 70s. Yeah, yeah, right? I was like, put your seatbelt on. She's like, okay. We're just driving down the road, following the caravan. And um, literally, we're pulling up to a stoplight, and all of a sudden, it just, we got hit. We didn't see anything. We couldn't, it literally got hit, like, head on. Like, well, from the side, I, yeah, so sure. we didn't really see it like straight because there are cars in front of us. You're looking straight, and you get hit kind of kitty corner yeah. from the side, yeah. And um, like it was crazy. It felt like it was outside of my body, but um, airbags deployed. You have OnStar screaming. I couldn't breathe. She's screaming her head off because she got the biggest part, biggest hit of it, and I don't know what's going on. And so it was it was pretty traumatic. Luckily, like so at the time, apparently a drunk driver was being chased by the cops because she got pulled over, didn't want to go to jail because she had, like, some other felonies, kept driving. Because so that always chased, works. Right? Right. So the cops chased her. She lost control, jumped the median, and oh hit us. Oh, my gosh. How fast was she going? Do you know? I think she was going, like, 55. but it was That's like a, crazy. It was a 35. And we're coming to, like, almost a complete stop. You almost stopped, yeah. So it, it hit us pretty hard. Yeah. I, um, My aunt suffered, like, some bruised ribs, a little bit of internal stuff, and... Uh, crap, cracked a wrist. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had a snap collarbone. Oh it was only really like two and a half months into my training. Wow! So it was crazy. That's yeah. terrifying. Like just when something like that 
you know, happens just oh. to realize how quick things can go. It, seriously. Well, I want to thank the car because I think she, I mean, she was in a nice, like we had a Cadillac SRX, like the car had sensors. So really right before we actually were hit, I saw the airbags coming out. Oh, wow. So the, the car sensed some sort of something. So the area deployed the airbags before we actually got full impact. So I feel like that car saved like our life. For sure. Because... I've never had that before. What happens when, when the airbag comes out? Is it hard? Is it soft? I, I don't even remember. Oh. The seatbelt locked so fast that uh-huh. I didn't really go. That's why my collarbone snapped. Oh. So I didn't really like feel the airbag. So, but it just comes out? Yeah, and... it just popped out like right in your face. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. It was insane. So, so, so how long were you out for? Um, I was out for like almost three months. Mm. I had the Dwayne literally like next day flew me and my aunt down to Fort Lauderdale put me right with his surgeon at, at the University of Miami. Oh, wow. And uh, Lee Kaplan, and he was just like, if you want to wrestle again, you're like, that's going to break. Because, you know, collarbones can heal on their own. Right. He's like, but with the stuff you're going to do, it's most likely going to break again. Wow. So he was like, we're just going to put a metal plate in there just mm. to solidify. And he's like, you'll probably be out for up to six months. And I was like, I was like, uh. I just started. I was like, six months? And he was just like, yeah. He's like, unfortunately, that's usually the recovery time. And I was like, oh, f- that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to get back soon. And so it's just mind over matter? Yeah. I mean, I just, like, took my vitamins and, you know, did a lot of stretching. and. You know what's back. funny? Um, I broke my arm in 94. Um, and these little plates in there, the scar and all that stuff. Oh, yeah. And they told me that I was going to be out for 16 weeks. And once again, that this time I'm an independent wrestler. I had a, I had a steady gig in Japan. Yeah. I had to miss one tour already. And it's like I couldn't afford to miss another one because I might lose my gig. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I was like, I have to be ready in seven weeks. I had seven and a half weeks. And I went to my doctor in Canada. He said, you should be ready. But they might have said 16 just to protect their own ass because that's yeah. the medical field. So I start, I said to the doctor, like, if I start eating, like, calcium pills, would that help? And he's like, ah, you know, can't hurt, whatever. Yeah. I ate a bottle of calcium pills a day. Oh, damn. My, Feet, my mouth was chalky with this freaking calcium pills. But lo and behold, after seven weeks, he goes, I can't believe it is healed. Yep. I said, See? Yeah. Mind over matter and calcium pills. Calcium pills. It worked. Exactly. You know? Yeah. If you really put your mind to it, you Seriously. get back. Yeah. So, so there you go. You avoided it too. So when you came up to the main roster, um, you get this push. It's like this monster girl, which is great. Yeah. And I loved it because it was like the reintroduction of the squash matches. Yes. Strowman had them yeah. and then you had them yeah. as well. I thought that was a pretty cool little touch. Yeah. I'm always being labeled the female Strowman. <laughs> yeah. Like, no, he's the uh, male. Yeah, Naya. Naya Jack, yeah. yeah. But yeah, it was awesome. I mean, to me, I, I thought it was great too. My aunt said the same thing. She was like, oh my gosh, I haven't seen this in years. Yeah. Like, you know, the squash matches. And I mean, thank God I still being so green and not knowing I had like fit to help me out and give me that confidence. Like, oh, I'll do this, you know, fit. He's like, mm. throw her off the top rope and let her fall on her face. I'm like, okay, fit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He laughs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and he's like serious too. He's like, no, I'm not kidding. I'm like, oh, okay. But it, I mean, for me, being so different and being reintroduced, I thought that was probably the best way for me to be introduced to show like how big and powerful I am. Right off the bat, it gives you some steam. What do you tell those girls, like the local girls when they show up and it's like, they know they're there to be squashed, but you know, I'm going to just have to kick your ass. Well, I'm, you know, I'm always like, thank you so much. I Mm. really appreciate it. I was like, it's going to be a little snug in there. You're going to feel, and all of them, all of them are just like, yeah, of course. Like, don't worry about it. Super cool. Super friendly. Like always, I thank them so much after the match, give them right. big hugs, like making sure they're okay. And just letting them know. I Looking for it. a chance, right? Yeah. yeah. I just want a shot. I mean, 
and that's that's so like um, respectable. There was there was one girl. She looked like Rainbow Bright. I don't remember her name, but mm-hmm. um, I had a match against her. And Fit was like, "Hey, have you ever been pushed over the top rope?" And she's like, "Yeah, totally." And like, but you saw this like nervousness in her eyes, and I was just like, <laughs> "So we put her up there." She's like, oh, "I don't think I've ever done." That. I was like, "You've never done this before?" I was like, "Well, you better speak up because you're about to do it tonight." She's like, "I think I'll be okay." Literally, like the first time she ever, I, I remember, I sat her on the middle of the top rope, and I just pushed her. I literally just shoved her over that's what that was a fit fit special that's what he wanted and so she was like and she took it she's like oh it's totally fine thank you and i'm like well I was like, next time let somebody know yeah right 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 um, but that's the old hollywood trick if yeah. someone asks you if you can do something yeah. uh, chris do you know how to ride a horse <laughs> of course yeah, totally. okay you got the gig then i go home and go on youtube and yeah, learn how to ride learn a horse pretty damn quick right exactly well you can gotta you, learn it in two minutes because you, we have a match yeah exactly right uh, how was it? so you mentioned this earlier and i want to get back to this so you come in in july and do some squashes and you have some some matches and suddenly here we are at, at wrestlemania Oh, which gosh. is originally was a three-way match and then yes. it becomes a four match. I don't know if that's true, if that's hearsay. Tell us about that story. Um, well, it, it was. It was a, supposed a tri- to be a three-way? Yeah, it was supposed to be a three-way. It was supposed to be a triple threat. And um, I, it was the the week before, before um, no, two weeks before WrestleMania that they had decided to put me in the match. So it was something where I was like, oh, my gosh. You know, I had... You know, usually you call your family, come out with my first WrestleMania match. It was like, uh, I have two weeks to kind of like, you know, you have yeah. to get your tickets in way before that. <laughs> That's right, yeah. And I just got like, made sure my brothers, because my brothers always want to come. I'm like, yeah, but come on out. Like, right. have a good time. And uh, yeah, so I literally had to, you know, they had to rearrange all the kind of plans that they were having to, you know, then it became an elimination. And so. Was it something that you heard, like, listen, don't, I don't want to get your hopes up here, but you might be in the WrestleMania match, or was it just completely out of the blue? In like, uh, I want to say like a little bit before that, they're like, oh, maybe, who mm. knows? And then literally that same, like the day they told me that before, they're like, oh, they're not going to do it. Mm. And then like 20 minutes later, I hear from Hayes and, and uh, Dog, they're like, oh, yeah, you know. It's going to be a four-way. And then Fit was the one who actually was just like, oh, you're actually in the match. And then those guys were like, yeah, it's going to, we're going to make it a four-way elimination. I'm like, holy crap. <laughs> but that's, I mean, that's how this place works. Yep. Like, you know, it literally that could change. Vince had his mind made up one way and then went, well, maybe we should put her in there. Yeah. You know, which is a great experience. So t- I, t- tell us about that. I, so uh, for some reason in like really high stressful situations, I get eerily calm. Mm-hmm. So that whole day I was extremely calm and like, but the second my music hit, on the the ramp, Bailey had just gone out before me. I literally like peed a little bit in my pants. I did because I got so scared. I was like, "Oh my gosh, what if I trip?" And of course, Bailey's one of the floaty things was like across the the uh, ramp, and I was like, "Oh crap!" So like I'm like trying to be all badass, and then I see it, and I like have to hop over as I'm walking down the ramp. And then the second I get to the bottom, I look to the right, and I see my brothers and my aunt and my and Simone Dwayne's daughter. And I like start to get teary eyed, and I'm like, "Oh God, suck!" It. I had, like literally had to like turn away. I couldn't look at them. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But it it was probably the best experience as of yet. Like it felt it went by in the blink of an eye. Mm-hmm. But it, I couldn't even believe I had been in the match at WrestleMania after being called up. Right. Not so long ago. After being a fan and all that sort of yeah. stuff. You, know, you never forget your first WrestleMania. No, you don't. And yeah. it was it was insane. Yeah, it was a great experience. 
Yeah, I remember when I had my first one because I was a huge fan too. And I went to WrestleMania's, never live, but like to see it on pay-per-view or yeah. closed circuit, which is really old. But <laughs> the first one, you're like, I can't believe I actually did it. I'm actually here. And then like you said, it's over and then it's right back to work next night. And you're like, what? Yeah. I want more WrestleMania. Yeah, that's, what, that's exactly. I was like, oh gosh, I'm done already? Yeah. Like, I'm already out? Damn. Yeah. Shit. It felt like, I mean, leading up to it, like your match with, with uh, Kevin was right before. Mm. And I'm just sitting there like, literally sweating going like oh my gosh you know it feels like forever before you're gonna go out and yeah. then you go out and it, like blink and it's over how much time did you have match? our match was 20 minutes uh, from like with entrances mm-hmm. so I think by the time we actually started the match it was a uh, 14 minutes because that damn ramp was like the longest ramp in the world. Yeah. Our, like, well, luckily, so Bailey went pretty quick. I went quick. Then Sasha got driven down. And then Charlotte, like, they had the whole, um, they had her stopping in the middle and doing the firework display. I think it was because that was where Rick's last match was in Orlando. Mm, so right, right, right. They had her with her big peacock. Um, yeah peacock robe so it was it was hers was probably the longest so when you're in a match like that and obviously you're the least experienced of the four yes. but it's almost like you know you just keep your stick on the ice and you're going to score some goals yeah like just pay attention right and well so you know i bailey sasha charlotte these girls are crazy good and so they had all these ideas and stuff and i'm sitting here thinking like well you know i'm still the green one i don't want to throw an idea and feel like an idiot or them you know so i'm sitting there going like okay maybe this maybe that Mm -hmm. and then they're coming up with stuff and then fits throwing things and i'm like thinking like okay i don't want to i don't want to mess any of this up so i literally just said wherever you want me to be i'll do it just (laughs) tell me like direct me and so i mean to be in a ring with those girls and they've already accomplished so much in this business in such a short time, like, you know, Bailey and um, being the champ already, but then Sasha and Charlotte with their main event matches. But it's one of those things that like, you know, this is your opportunity and it's not like you're going to be like, well, now nah, I will fall. Like you want to kill it too. Oh you yeah. Know, you're going to rise to the, to the level. Yeah, definitely. I mean, before I, I write before big matches, I usually write down like on a notepad and paper and just kind of like what I want to accomplish. Mm. And um, so it's like, uh, be confident sell <laughs> take your time and have a good time that's oh, like, like literally what i wrote down it was funny because uh my brothers like were in my hotel room like what's this i'm like well it's just something i write to myself before every like before that's every great day. yeah just to, like remind myself like mm-hmm. go out there kill it but have fun these and, are the directives and, enjoy yeah. it yeah so did uh did rock watch uh watch it yeah he he liked it he just he was very proud and mm. that's one thing that like i always want to make sure that you know he doesn't have to support me or put me over on his social media or like, you know, stamp his name to mine. Mm-hmm. You know how he can be like, oh, okay, do it on your own. But he does. And I don't want to disappoint. Mm-hmm. You know, you just, he's, yeah. already, he's already accomplished everything in the world, I feel like. Well, it seems to me from the course of this conversation that you are the one legit blood relative, okay. even though I didn't believe it. Uh, tell me the lineage. <laughs> tell me the lineage. So I'm, I'm sure that, that he has a personal stake in it, obviously. And so that's that's very cool. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I just he genuinely wants to see me be successful mm-hmm. and happy. And mm-hmm. so, I mean, he and don't get me wrong. He does love it. Like Tamina. And the Usos and Roman, like, they're all family. Right. They all, like, especially Tamina. Yeah. They grew up together. So they all get the same love. I just think I'm so new. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, still. Have you worked with Tamina at all before? Well, no, we've never worked together. We kind of got in the ring Mm -hmm. a couple times just to kind of, like, you know, play around. But 
at the time I was like NXT talent and she's main roster talent and they're really down at the performance center very very like, specific yeah. And, yeah they're like oh you can't touch her like mm-hmm. it was only like Bailey was allowed to get in the ring with her because you know Bailey's right. safe and sure she sure sure more. yeah so I've never actually like had a chance to that'd be interesting like from just the family perspective oh my, yes I know? think we could definitely put on some like either together we could go and just murder everybody or Team? yeah yeah or against each other I don't think anybody would have it like. They'd be really surprised to see what kind of intensity and mm-hmm. like and power family pride. Have. Yeah. yeah. Um, last couple of questions. Did you have any uh, directions from Vince when you first came in as far as what he wanted from you or character wise? Um, so obviously Vince is like the the big dog. Like mm-hmm. you know he he's yeah. out, he owns Top this place. Of food like, chain, yeah. yeah. This is so I kind of just wanted. You know, you hear everybody kind of like, oh, do this. You want this. And this is what Vince would like. This is what Vince would like. So one time, I just kind of was like walked in up to his office kind of knew like really just kind of grabbing some balls of mine and being like hey Vince <laughs> super intimidating yeah. to w- knock on that knock door and like is he on the phone yeah. is he eating yeah. oh, does yeah. he want to see me yeah like, yeah <laughs> but um I walked in he was just you know I just thanked him for any opportunity that he's given me so far and I just was like hey from you I want to know what you want from me in this in this division and he just says you know you're you're like the um, Andre the Giant of the females, he's like, it's going to take a lot for these girls to get you down. You know, you're you're a killer. You're strong. You obviously out. You know, your your size is bigger than them. And so he basically just told me, you need to work. They need to work hard to get you down, and you need to not. Um, you need to protect yourself in that way. Mm-hmm. So that was like the immediate direction I got when I first got here. So I was always, but you know, the producers always are, sure, sure, they sure. know the direction. So they helped me out. Has there ever been any follow up where you did something that he didn't like and he called you over or it's been pretty cool? No, it's actually been pretty good. good. And, but every time, like every time I, after every match, I thank him and he gives me some like critis- Great, critiques yeah. and stuff. So it's always like, you know, work on this and I want you to be a little more explosive here. And I want you to sell a little bit here and I want you to do things like that. And it's good to get that direction though, because at least you know what he wants. Exactly. You know? right, right, right. It's, it's hard trying to figure it out. Yeah, and then like doing it and failing, and you're like, oh gosh. Whenever you try and figure it out, it's usually wrong. It, yeah, and even if he said it was the way they wanted it, you know, <laughs> so you just told me you wanted that. No, I didn't. No, okay, <laughs> okay. My so, fault. Last question. Besides the WrestleMania match, what's been your favorite match that you've had? It was actually a match I had with Bailey and NXT at um, NXT London. Mm. Uh, that was my. I think I'd been on TV for a little bit, and uh, Bailey and I had all these ideas of things that we could do. And uh, Triple H was the one who actually helped us out a lot with that match. And that was probably – it was insane. Um, it Crazy was a, crowd reaction. I right? mean, that crowd was – I my first TV match, I they hated me, which was amazing. <laughs> yeah. And Bailey was so over. And right, right. We got so much time. You know, Hunter was just like, you know, take your time. Have fun. And I watched it again like the other day and I'm like, God, I – Loved that match. Loved it. Do you watch a lot of your stuff? I try to. I try you to. Should, yeah. I, I always like to watch and critique myself and mm-hmm. get better. At, at this things. stage of your career, it's it's, it's important to yeah. do that. You know. Well, we got that opportunity at NXT where you where we got skull session and we broke down mm-hmm. every match and stuff. And you had your your um, coach there telling you how. Right, to. right. So I definitely want to keep that up with myself because I have a lot to learn. <laughs> well, you do, but you've been doing great. Oh, I appreciate. And you it. did great today. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Daya. Oh, thank you so much, Chris. You people are dynamite!
Had a great time with Nia Jax uh, all around the world. Germany in particular was crazy. One of those nights uh, we had some uh, drinky winkies. Everyone went a little bit nuts. But she's a really cool chick. You can see that. And uh, it's great to see all her success in the WWE. She's still learning, but she's learning fast. And she's got it in her blood, as we talked about. So very, very successful. Speaking of successful, how about Team Tiger Awesome? Killing it on the Jericho Network. And I think that's because they never failed to deliver the ridiculous laughs. This Saturday morning on Mr. T's Gymnastics Team, Season 4, Episode 21, Abacus Abrica. In between gymnastics meets, the team stops off at a local factory to see how Abba Zabba's are made. And during the tour, they're told they can have all the Abba Zabba's they want. But that extra Abba Zabba weight throws handsome Vince off his round-off back handspring to lose the match. So Mr. T's gotta smack those candy bars out of his mouth and whip him back into shape. Meanwhile, Jeff meets his hero, a young Jim Davis, and lives large eating Italian food with a certain lasagna-loving cat, only to discover that he's allergic. And red-headed Robin wakes up in a package in the middle of Abu Dhabi. It's an episode of Mr. T you won't want to purge and will definitely want to binge. Get your laughs every Sunday morning with the Team Tiger Awesome Show at Apple Podcasts. And be sure to leave a five-star rating and review as well. Leave all the Jericho Network Podcasts five-star ratings and reviews while you're at it at Apple Podcasts. Killing the Town with Storm and Cyrus, a PhD in wrestling uh, vernacular and wrestling uh, analysis. Rock Talk with Mitch LaFon. Great interview with uh, Gene Simmons a couple weeks ago when he was 11 years old. Pretty funny. Raven Effect. Raven's really ramping it up, talking about how he created the Dudleys, how he created Raven, how he gigged Tommy Dreamer. Go check that out. Of course, the flagship show, Keep It at 100 with Conan. Uh, this week, they got uh, some great UFC talk going on with those guys over there. Beyond the Darkness, get your paranormal fix every weekday with brand new episodes, five days a week. They are scary and terrifying. Uh, so go check all those out. Thanks for doing it. And one big last thank you to this episode's tremendous sponsors and to all of you for checking them out. All right, DDP Yoga. Go to ddpyoga.com slash Jericho. Get 20% off the DDP Yoga Now app and all DDP Yoga-related matching clothing. Then we go to Bombfell. Get $25 off your first battle juice at bombfell.com slash Jericho. And then go to True Car. Save time, save money, save the hassle. Go check out True Car now. Thank you for listening. Keep listening for the 60-second AP News headlines coming up next and coming up on Friday. It's the search for the perfect album. What exactly is a perfect album? That means every song on the album has to be uh, rated by the listener as an A- minus or higher. And these are rules that have been uh, told to me by Sinister Gates and Johnny Christ from Avenged Sevenfold. We had a conversation months ago about what is the perfect album. I wanted to uh, revisit that, so I went and saw Metallica and Avenged in Atlanta a couple weeks ago. Sat down with Gates and Christ, and uh, we were going through what exactly could be a perfect album. Something by the Beatles, Led Zeppelin, ACDC, Guns N' Roses, Halloween, NoFX, Weezer. There's a lot of different ideas and thoughts. We're going to talk about that in search of a perfect album. Does one exist? We're going to find out this Friday. So thank you so much. We'll see you on Friday. Be cool. Have a great weekend or a great week or whatever it is that you are, whatever it is that you're doing. Uh, and in the meantime and in between time, stay hard, stay hungry. Peace, love, and hugs. And big yeah, boy.